This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. It's another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We welcome everyone into the broadcast. If you're new to the broadcast, thank you for being here. Uh, you'll hear me throughout the broadcast, give out the phone number, and also when we go into the commercial breaks, we will continue to update our entire listening audience on upcoming workshops that are scheduled. And as we say every week, David, that gives our listening audience an opportunity to, one, get registered, two, come out and get educated, uh, and be among peers, um, and and kind of really be in a learning setting. They're really, really cool. So, that's why I stress it so much. Yeah, Joe, thanks for, you know, kind of mentioning that. And, you know, as always, good morning to you and our listening audience. And it's all, you know, it's about education. It's about awareness, about leadership. Those are the things that we focus on. And uh, we had a great week, uh, again, you know, in the uh, vein of helping people get an understanding of what retirement's going to look like. I know we had a, a, a great presentation, seminar, workshop at Lambertville Inn on... Tuesday. On Tuesday. And then, Brett, you were where? At the Kimberton, and it was the biggest uh, presentation I'd done since the pandemic. So people were out in August. So we know the information is people are looking for it. Yeah, that's a big point, too, right? I mean, it's vacation month. A lot of people, our night that we we had done the presentation, although a beautiful location, beautiful room, uh, panoramic views of the Delaware River, all we saw was torrential downpours. <laughs> Lightning, torrential downpours. Yeah. And peop- yeah, people still people came were, out. And they were coming in when I felt so, it was like pouring. Yeah, like sideways. The team there did a great job, and it was a great meal, and um, you know did a ton of education, lots of questions. I love that. You know, I love when there's questions about it. You can see people are fully engaged, um, and I think you know it's interesting. A lot of times, people aren't just coming out for the meal, right? I mean, you know, you hear about a financial financial services company hosting a dinner seminar. A lot of times, people are just coming out for the meal. It's kind of a you know kind of a thing that happens within the industry. Um, I don't think that's the case here. It really isn't. And you know what it is, Joe, too, is we get a lot of people coming to these from the radio. So they've been, you know, we get so many commentary. I've been listening to you for a couple of years, and now it's just I'm closer to retirement or my education is, you know, at that level that I need that, you know, next question answered type thing. So uh, I think that's part of it is that the credibility of the radio show, um, kind of the loyalty and the, the listeners for the amount of time, it's just timing, right? It's just about, hey, I, I, you know, I've, I've listened to these folks. 
Sports. They're real. Um, they don't try to sell anything on the radio. It's not like it's a, a uh, infomercial type situation. It's really all about education. So I think that's partly um, why the turnout is people who are genuinely interested in that next step of retirement. And then today's show, we'll call, you know we'll talk a lot about that. Right? It's always about preparation. It's about starting those conversations that people need to have. It's about asking the right types of questions that people are going to need answers to. There's a lot of moving puzzle pieces when it comes to retirement. And I think more and more and more people are starting to recognize that. And part of it is, is that it's interesting. Um, I read a book about this science of what's called mimesis. And mimesis is all about I mean, this, it boils down to everybody pretty much wants the same thing. And that's where conflict actually, because people have um, this sense of there isn't enough to go around, right? So I think with the adversity that people are experiencing and the uncertainty that people are experiencing, like increased inflation, um, and we got to be careful, right? I mean, it kind of got some headlines this past weekend that inflation is at 0%. I mean, that was really touted over and over as kind of one of those snippets. And all we had was flat infl- inflation. didn't go back down to 2%. It's still above 8%, which is significant. We just didn't have an increase month over month. That's all. You really got to understand and dissect the new segments because they try to make things like they're saying, you know, gas prices have fallen for 54 straight days. <laughs> yes, they have. But there's still the national average of four dollars a gallon, three ninety nine a gallon. Right. A year ago, it was two twenty five a gallon. So, like, come on, folks, you gotta, you gotta kind of realize what's happening out there. So we've got inflation. They just are about to pass or have passed um, the Inflation Reduction Act. Big tax increase on that. Uh, hiring eighty six or eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. There's only 700 billionaires in the United States. There's a lot more middle Americans, families. Who do you think those 87,000 enforcement IRS agents are really going to spend time looking at? Well, I know you don't need 87,000 new agents to manage 700 billionaires. That's it, right? Yeah. Oh, Joe, you're smart. You're on it today. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Um, so we I think f- anyway, right? You're 100% right. So we have inflation. We've got taxes. We had a good week in the market, right? I mean, the market kind of dipped. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And, um, you know, I'm not going to get into longevity, but that's an area of interest of mine and studying that in detail right now. We may actually have some speakers in the future talking about that. So we got a lot of we got a lot of headwinds ahead of us. So let's talk real quick. Brett, what are you going to be covering in the show today? Yeah, definitely want to continue some of the conversations. I know you just chatted about inflation, but how it relates to Social Security. And if there's ever been a time that we need to think about treating Social Security as an asset, it's right now. So looking forward to uh, sharing some information. Cool. And Karen, you're going to be covering? I'm going to be talking about Medicare. Very important part of retirement. Very important, confusing, and Social Security is... There's a lot going on. ...is necessary. My gosh. Foundation of people's retirement income. I just tried to log into the Social Security website. Pleasant experience? I couldn't get past the, the pass 
the two-step authentication because I forgot my password. When you try and get your password, they have to mail it to you in the in the mail. Yep. So you know, so and nobody's in the IRS offices right now. <laughs> yeah. So it should be a so while before it. you get that, that password is, reset. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think they said four to six weeks yeah. until I get the password. So by then, I will have moved unless, on. Unless your money, yeah, I'll get that right away. Yeah. So yeah. all good. What's on your agenda? I know you mentioned. So, so gonna I'm going to talk, talk a little bit about. You know, we really believe we're in a recession. We really believe that we probably have a higher than 50% chance that we're going to have a hard landing. So part of your protection for that is how you have your investment portfolio allocated. So we're going to talk about basic allocations and some options that can help you get protected during recessionary times. All right, good stuff. We're loaded today. Don't go anywhere. 215-798-9088 is the telephone number. And just a reminder, as we go into the commercial breaks, you'll hear a list or an outline of the upcoming workshops. You can get registered. But real quick, David, before we uh, go to the break, you should be registered because you have to be. just because of being at capacity, the, reg- yeah. the, the workshops are filling up. Yeah, it's capacity. And, and truthfully, too, it's the it's getting enough meals. You can't just show up because these are prepared meals. You know, we can't do that. So definitely got to register. All right. Good stuff. We'll get to our first commercial break. Brett Elam, as always, kicks us off back in a moment. Three opportunities to get connected with the Thrive Financial Services team. August 24th at the Bluebell Country Club, also at the Penn Oaks Country Club. And then on the 25th of August on the Jersey side, go to the Medford Village Country Club. All workshops begin at 6 p.m. Go to Thrive financialservices.com or simply call 215-798-9088. Don't delay. Get educated. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. So nice to have uh, the gang back together again. David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Uh, you mentioned August, and Brett, you mentioned busy. Uh, not normally, those two words don't normally That's go it. together, but it's so good to hear uh, that people, as you said, uh, are uh, craving education about what to do. Yeah, so much for the official uh, end of summer being Labor Day, right? So people... People are coming out, which is which is awesome. Which just means that people are curious and the knowledge, understanding knowledge is power, and just want to learn that much more. So you know, it was awesome. I had a couple people that came up after the uh, workshop this past week, and they were both radio listeners. So I had actually there were four different radio listeners in attendance um, on Tuesday night, and they said, you know, it was great. It's almost like you tease us a little bit on the radio, and I understand you guys have so much limited time. But what we saw tonight was we went deep onto that tax conversation, which was awesome to see. It's like almost like we, we get a preview week over week on the radio. And it was like, you know, what? we've been listening for a couple of years and we finally came out. It's like, wow, I didn't see I didn't really understand. And some people are audio listeners and some people are visual listeners. So I think we're able to accommodate and just uh, just really share our message that much more. So just it's always uh, phenomenal that we get that much feedback at the workshop unsolicited, which just tells us uh just it just gives us pride of, of what we're doing again and what David had shared it's just uh, honoring our fulfillment of awareness education and leadership yeah and people are telling people and I'll tell you why I make that statement I got a note from the station uh, last week that the uh, amount of consumption on roadmap to retirement the radio show on the Odyssey app when we're airing is 
spiking high. Excellent. So, which is which is a good thing. You can listen to the show every week on the Odyssey app. That, that was um, a great. That was a great point because one of the gentlemen that I saw on Tuesday night told me he almost ran off the road. Um, right near the work, and I was like, "You can always download the podcast." Like, and he's like, "You know what? I needed to hear it. I just came right out to the workshop, and I was like, "So be safe, be yeah. safe," because I know uh, sometimes radio signals go in and out um, at the end of the day. But um, yes, David was sharing. It's actually uh, this week uh, we heard that the Senate had had passed the Inflation Protection Act, and now the House is voting on it this week. So expectations are again, you're getting the blues and the reds going straight down the line right now. So if that indeed holds, we're expecting to see passage of that here in the next week, and then we can go maybe a little bit deeper. As inevitably what is in there. But we talked last week about how the importance of healthcare fits in. And I know Karen's going to talk about Medicare in the next segment as well. But a couple of reports came out this past week as it relates to Social Security. And it's funny, David was talking about the inflationary numbers. And it's a question I ask at the workshop all the time. I go, for all of you in the room, we know we're only going to pay higher in taxes if you make over what? And I'll get about three, four, five hands every night, say 400,000. I go, how'd you know that? And they're like, well, that's what the news said. And then they start laughing. Because we all know everything that we hear on the news is absolute truth. And it's the same thing that David just said. Hey, inflation's flat. All right, what's the agenda they're trying to make? it Like everyone needs to start feeling better about themselves. Here's some actual July inflationary numbers. Is the energy index uh, rose 33% year over year. So as David was just saying, one third higher. So if we were paying $3 in gas one year ago, now we're paying 450 in gas today, which is almost pretty much where we're at. There's that 33 plus percent increase. Again, uh, $3 return into 433, et cetera, et cetera. So we got to be careful of the words coming out of people's mouths. Additionally, because um, they talk about gasoline prices fell, but don't forget they went up 12% in June. Yeah, they went down in July, but they went up 12%. We're still higher than where we were in May at the end of the day. Don't forget them. People have selective amnesia. It's not that long ago that we have to be, that we're really feeling it. Additionally, People are still feeling it where? Food. They continued to go up. Um, and additionally, and we've talked about this because what happened in June where people could now be thrown out, evicted from their houses, is we're seeing shelter. The cost of housing continuing to go up as well. So when you talk about the pressures, I'm just talking about of everyday needs, shelter, health care, vehicle insurance that's going through the roof, health insurance, those are spiking up, new cars, recreation, household furnishings. There's nothing that's going down in value right now. And so where a lot of that leads to is we actually had the Senior Citizens League. They're talking about our expectations for Social Security COLA increases that are going to be announced here in just two months. And it's predicated on what inflationary rates look like for the third quarter. So in about mid-October, we always get the announcement where they look at July August, September, and they base that on what Social Security increases are looking like. Now, a month ago, they were expecting around 10.5%, but just with inflation coming down a teeny bit in July, right now, the number that's being estimated is 9.6%, okay? The largest increase since the early 80s, okay? People are like, that's great. I'm going to get a bigger check. Yeah, but realize why we're getting a bigger check because everything is spiraling out of control. And that's what this article actually speaks about is how people are having a hard time keeping up with the cost of everything. So right now, the expectation is somewhere between 9.3 and 10.1% is what the expectation is of the increase in Social Security checks. Remember last year, we saw 5.9% increase. But the issue became this. People may have forgotten there was over a 14% increase 
as it relates to social, or pardon me, as it related to Medicare. So the 14% increase in Medicare last year was almost washed out the 5.9% increase in Social Security. Additionally, this article speaks about is that, ready for this? This is telling you where we've been going for the past couple of years. 37% of participants in the senior in the senior citizens leagues new seniors priority serve, they reported what? They reported that they received low income assistance in 2021. You ready for this? That's more than double the 16% of Social Security recipients needing any kind of support before the pandemic. So don't tell me that life's the same, there's no recession, everything that's going on. You now have almost two out of five Americans that are now receiving some kind of energy assistance, housing assistance, food assistance. And when we talk about the foundation of any, uh, of any financial plan as it relates to Social Security, we need to treat Social Security as an asset. And we talk about Social Security week in and week out and the importance of treating it like an asset because we've got to remember a couple things. Social Security does what? I call it, and a lot of people have called it the best annuity somebody can buy, Social Security. So why? Why we consider it? You can't run out of the income. That income continues until the day that you pass away. What's unique to Social Security? Upon the passing of the first spouse, the surviving spouse keeps the greater of the two benefits. And then what is so stinking important related to Social Security, different than your pension, different than pulling money out of your retirement account, is that it gets a COLA increase each and every year. While it may not keep up with everything else that's going on, it's better than getting zero from your pension. It's better than because you're seeing a lot of articles now of people's retirement savings being swallowed up because of these inflationary increases. We need, we need to be thinking about Social Security like an asset like we've never before. Additionally, another study came out from the Center of Retirement Research this week, and they're just talking about how much more and more and more of people's Social Security benefits are going towards health care. Why health care? Cost sharing, co-pays, uncovered expenses, dental, vision, hearing, those costs go up and up and up. And now they're trying to make some expansions in Social Security so people feel protected. So in saying all that, reminds me of a client that we had just coming in. Because remember, when we are delaying Social Security, getting that 8% increase, if you're getting an 8% increase on top of a 10% inflationary increase, can you tell me what bucket of money that you have that's going up 18% this year? It, that's normally the answer we hear is absolute silence right there. But so we need to start thinking about maybe delaying Social Security. I had a client come in. It was a great story. Probably about five months ago, Mike and Carol, they had about $1.1 million in their 401k IRA. Now, Carol had already started her Social Security well before we had met. But Mike, now getting her ready to retire at 67 and a half years old, he was like, I'm collecting my Social Security. It's $3,400. I was like, time out. Let's wait. I was like, is the market going up or is it going down? It's like, uh, it's going down. I don't know what the heck we'd be in where it's going up. I go, I get it. I go, we need to consider, instead of taking that $3,400 for the next two and a half years, I want to take some of that $1.1 million and put it on the sideline. Let's draw down some of those assets, because what I can't do with your IRA is figure out how to get that to guarantee increase 8% or 8% plus to 10% inflation. When we did that, what we are going to earmark, because of these inflationary numbers, again, now that's being the second year in a row, and it doesn't look like it's going to stop, they're 30, Mike's $3,400 payment that he would have gotten at 67 and a half, ready for this, projected at age 70, $5,100. Don't tell me you don't need another $1,700 in retirement, because what does that do? It takes the stress off the other retirement assets for the rest of their life by just taking some of those chips off the table for the first two and a half. Yeah, $1.1 just went down to a $1 million. But guess what? 
Now they got a bigger social security check that not only lasts Mike's lifetime, but if Mike predeceases Carol, Carol also now gets Mike's check. Tell me another solution that has, your pension doesn't do that. The closest thing that I can think about social security is maybe it's somebody who worked for the government because the government has phenomenal social, has phenomenal inflationary increases. But I'm sure if you work with the government, you know, you can't get any more than a 50% survivorship benefit. So to me, I don't know anything that looks like social security and you've paid into it. Don't act like, oh, I need to get to the government's money. Yeah, it's the government's money, but it's your money. You paid into Social Security. Don't forget that. Yeah. That's your money. It's not the government's money. It's your money you gave to them for them to manage it. And we know questionable how well they manage it at the end of the yeah. time. True. Very true. <laughs> so you got to think about the industry, the way the industry set up, it's all on you to figure out. It doesn't need to be. And it's why we pride ourselves on that education, that leadership. It's that awareness because we know there has to be a better way. It reminds me of when I grew up in this industry and everybody came in asking me questions about Social Security, taxes, uh, legacy. And my answer was when I worked for a big bank, go call the government, go call your accountant. No. How the heck can I be a fiduciary and tell everybody to go everywhere else? There had to be a better way, which is why Thrive was created and why David Karen and I are so passionate week in and week out of how what's the best means to get this information out to the public. And when we receive this feedback, it's people coming in the workshop and they come in as part of your roadmap to Thrive planning. It's what we pride ourselves in. My encouragement is you haven't figured out this social security solution, if you have some curiosities, give us a call at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. We're more than happy to sit down with you and go through how that social security piece is such a critical aspect and figure out what makes sense for you. Good stuff. And here's what I'll say as we go into the break. This is not the first time that, that I'm saying that, but because it's on this show, um, I'll say it, if anything, for, the, uh, for our new listeners, perhaps, that are tuning in for the first time. We, you listening, we will never know as much as what you know. That's, it. That's just the truth. Come out to a workshop. We'll go a little bit deeper. 215-798-9088 is the telephone number. As we go into the break, a list of the workshops. Back in a moment. Three opportunities to get connected with the Thrive Financial Services team. August 24th at the Bluebell Country Club. Also at the Penn Oaks Country Club. And then on the 25th of August, on the Jersey side, go to the Medford Village Country Club. All workshops begin at 6 p.m. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com or simply call 215 9088 Don't delay. Get educated. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Good segment from Brett Elam, just scratching the surface of what you will learn um, should you take a moment, take some time uh, to come out and uh, join the Thrive team at one of the incredibly educating uh, workshops. Karen, I'll come over to you for your segment. Another challenging mm-hmm. segment for all of us to understand Medicare. It, it's confusing. You confusing. hear about it. Medicare, I know I'm going to get it. Medicare, Medicare. But then when it comes time, we're like, oh, I see what the, do I, do? I see the spots. Time for you to enroll. Time for you to yeah, enroll. You exactly. know what I mean? It's definitely. Yeah, I'm going to actually touch base about that. So um, I actually have a list, Joe, your favorite. I have six steps to prepare for Medicare. Um, and what I want to say first is, again, at Thrive, we take a look at the whole picture, not just what you have saved for retirement. And people often think, okay, um, I'm going to retire. I want to retire here. Do I have enough money? All I got to do is save. And if I have a million dollars or $2 million, I'm good. I'm golden. But is that the case? And 
when you come in for your first consultation, we have a worksheet that we send out to you. And we ask you some questions ahead of time. Uh, a very important part of planning for retirement is knowing what you need to live off of on a monthly basis. And I've talked about it before, and it's a little bit of a, you know, I joke about it a little bit, but especially when you have a couple, um, and then we ask them, you know, again, you said what your wife wants and what you want, right? What are our monthly expenses? One area where people f kind of forget or don't plan correctly for is your health care. Because when you're working, your employer tends to pay for all of your health care or part of your health care, right? So when they put their numbers together and like, this is what we're spending every month, they kind of forget that part. So as you're moving into retirement, you have to take into account you're going to have to pay for your health care moving forward. And another part where people get a little confused is they know you can start Social Security at 62, but you cannot start Medicare at 62, so what do you do if you retire early from at 60, 61, 62? I met a couple the other night. They're like, we want to retire at 61, but we don't know how to do it. One of their concerns was Medicare. Brett talked about it on last week's show. We can help you, and that's what we do with our clients is there's the healthcare exchange. You might, that might be an option for you. But we take a look at the whole picture. We do a stress analysis and say, yeah, you can retire at 61. This is what you can do. Um, but remember, Medicare starts at age 65. You cannot get it any earlier. And I will tell you, I know that I know it is super expensive. I had a very, very close friend of mine who, at sixty, his company decided to downsize, and his long tenure with the company uh, ended. Yeah. Well, he's got to get insurance right. for his big fa for his big family. He had a little bit of leeway time that they covered or COBRA or something like that covered. Five years. Yeah, 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 it's not that long. He's got three and a half years to go. He's yeah. got to pay for insurance. Right, and you have to, and that's not an, it's a very common occurrence right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, very important. So just a little bit of, uh, just FYI on, on Medicare. There's four parts to Medicare. You've got Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B, and Medicare Part C and Medicare Part D. All right, so I said that I have six steps to prepare for Medicare. I'm going to go into what each uh, A, B, C, and D are. But number one, you need to enroll in Medicare Part B. So Medicare's initial, initial enrollment period lasts for seven months. And what do I mean by that? So beginning three months before you turn age 65, most people will qualify most for Medicare Part A, which is a is your hospitalization. And if they or their spouse paid Medicare taxes while working for 10 years or more, that's how you get Medicare Part A. If you don't have any work history or you never paid taxes into the system, you don't get Medicare Part A. You can get it. You just have to pay for it. Um, and however, Medicare Part B, which is your medical insurance, which is like office visits, um, blood work, x-rays, things like that, that's voluntary. And it in requires enrollment. And why is it so important that you enroll? So number one, you don't have to get it. Then you are going to have to pay for insurance someplace else, or you just don't have it. Number two, if you don't get Part B and you need it, and initially you need to apply for Part B. You don't have to start it if you don't want to, if you are in an accredited healthcare insurance program now, which means, Joe, you are still working and you have you and your wife covered at, and you're 65. You don't need the Medicare Part B right now. 
So you can hold off, but you just have to let them know, hey, Medicare, I have insurance with another accredited company and they need proof of that. And the reason you need to do that is if you need it three years down the road, each year that you don't take Medicare Part B and start paying for it, they assess a penalty, for lack of a better word. That penalty never goes away. Never goes away. So to reiterate, you don't have to start Medicare Part B, if you think you're going to need it in the future, but you're currently working or you have the coverage through your spouse, you just need to let them know that. You need to put an application in, but you don't need to take Part B. Part A is free, so, you know, that's there for you. So now you have your employer's coverage and you have uh, Part A. Um, and then, so number two is choose your medical Medicare plan. So Medicare Part A and B provides coverage for Medicare-approved doctors, hospitals, and other services. If you want a prescription drug coverage, you have to get Part D. Um, So again, you have to enroll in Part D. Same uh, rules apply. If you don't apply in time or you, again, you could get a penalty for the rest of your life. There's so many moving parts to Medicare. And then when you're paying for Medicare Part B, there's also income thresholds. So if you make, they have four tiers. So if you make a certain income level, you're gonna pay more for Part B. And we've discussed that as well here on Thrive. Is that something that's going to affect you in the future? Not sure. You can give us a call. We can certainly look through everything. 215-798-9088 is our number to remember. Um, So you have your enroll in Medicare Part B. You want to choose your Medicare plan. Do I need uh, drug coverage? You might not need drug coverage. Why might you not need drug coverage? Because you can apply for, when you're looking at your Medicare plan, there's something called the Medicare Advantage Plan, which that's Part C. Is that beneficial for you? Is that the best plan for you? Again, something else that we can guide you with. Then, if you're not going to take Medicare Advantage Plan Part C, you have to do what I have number three listed, is you need to select your Medicare Supplement Insurance Policy, better known as Medigap. There's so many different (laughs) commercials. You see it all the time. There's so many different companies. So, why should you have a Medigap plan? Because they're Um, they cover things that, you know, you have for part A, there's a deductible when you go into the hospital. Sometimes it's $1,500 for a hospitalization. So that's what your Medigap does is it covers the gap. So some people don't think they need it. But again, you need to take a look at the full picture. It's going to affect you. You could be alive for the next 30, 40 years in retirement. Um, Number four, you need to plan for out-of-pocket expenses People don't plan. Sometimes they don't get eye care covered or dental, so you need to have a plan for out-of-pocket expenses. Number five, you want to review your Medicare plan. As you said, Joe, you see those commercials on an annual basis once you're in Medicare. Very important. And uh, number six, you want to coordinate your long-term care coverage. A lot of people don't have long-term care coverage, and if you don't, there's other options out there for you. So if you're interested or any of this sounds like something you want to get some more information or guidance on, give us a call. 215-798-9088. Don't want people driving off the road. Just Google Thrive Financial Services. Our whole website will come up. You can register. Numbers are on there. You can register for seminars. And we'd love to hear from you. Of all the expenses that we have to prepare for in retirement, is health the number one category? Uh, pretty close. I wouldn't say, maybe I'm number one. It's it's. It's got to be pretty close. Just yes. listening to the different levels and layers that you were explaining there, yeah. I've, I've got to believe that it is. 
Taxes are up there too. Yeah. Yes. How could I forget taxes? Yeah, they're very. It's a, I got lost in the list, Karen. There's, there's I a lot of information. I forgot taxes. We'll get to a commercial break. This is Roadmap to Retirement. The radio show. Three opportunities to get connected with the Thrive Financial Services team. August 24th at the Bluebell Country Club, also at the Penn Oaks Country Club, and then on the 25th of August on the Jersey side, go to the Medford Village Country Club. All workshops begin at 6 p.m. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com or simply call 215-798-9088. Don't delay. Get educated. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And welcome back, everyone, for our final segment of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar. Nice job, Karen, on uh, your segment, and Brett Elam. Tossing it over now to David Bazaar to finish it up. So, Joe, um, just a real quick reminder to our audience, 215-798-9088 is our phone number. And again, if you get um, some information from the show or from our website or any of our marketing collateral that goes out and you've got a question, just absolutely feel free to give us a call. We'll have a conversation with you. It's sincere. It's authentic. There's zero pressure. You know, we do it for free. If you ultimately decided that you wanted to work with us, then that's a whole other conversation. And we certainly could have that. So what I wanted to talk about with, you know, I'd say that the consensus right now is that either we are in a recession based on definition, or we certainly are, there's one looming out there very shortly down the road. And when recessions happen, you know, we, we forget about these things, right? Because the pandemic caused a severe decline in the market, but we also experienced probably the most rapid, you know, catch-up period, getting back to where we were and higher than we've ever seen in the stock market previously. Typically, coming out of a recession, it's usually somewhere between five, six, or seven years before we return back to the previous levels prior to the recession. Now, why is that important? The reason that's important is, you know, we love it, on your way to retirement, right? So if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, even your 50s, you don't mind seeing some market decline. It doesn't feel good, doesn't build a lot of confidence, but at the same time, you're probably contributing to your company 401k. You're probably, if you're self-employed, putting money into a SEP plan, or you're making additional contributions into traditional IRAs. And those contributions are buying shares at cheaper prices. So when you're trying to accumulate something, buying things at cheaper prices is a good thing. But what people forget, and this is why managing your risk in your investment portfolio is very, very important. What we forget is that when we get to retirement age and we start to experience market declines, there's a good chance either voluntarily or you're being forced by a required minimum distribution IRS rule to start withdrawing money out of your retirement accounts. So when you start to analyze the impact of taking shares out of the market during declining periods of performance, it really has a very rapid erosive effect on the dollar value of your portfolio. Because if you think it through, the market will come back. There's really no doubt about that. It always has. But you're pulling shares out that don't have the opportunity to participate in the rebound effect of the stock market. 
Okay. So that's important. So I just wanted to set the base so people understand that. So this cannot really be an ultimate set it and forget it type situation. Because at some point, you're going to need that. Now, listen, that's a, you know, I I said last week on the show, I hate ultimate statements like always or never, right? There are certainly people that have low enough expenses on a monthly basis that when they get to retirement, they can live off of social security and maybe a pension check. So they may not need the required minimum distribution check, but that's a whole other show because that becomes a tax issue and a cash flow issue. But I want to stay on the track that if you're going to be taking money out of your retirement account, it can't be a set it and forget it. You can't stay the course of what your portfolio looked like when you were 20, 30, 40, or 50 years old. So here at Thrive, here's, let, me, let me tell you kind of what, I th- what we think. And I'll say, you know, our, we have an investment committee that we meet on a monthly basis. We have an outside chartered financial analyst firm that analyzes our portfolio choices. So we do a lot of due diligence on what's happening in the markets and how we build our investment styles and all of that. So collectively, I would say that we are very skeptical right now to be buying anything as we start heading into the fall. We're actually making shifts where we're not, look, if you sell something, you got to buy something. But let me tell you what I mean by this. So, you know, this recent bullish move that we just have seen over the past two weeks to us really seems like a trap given the various indicators that we watch. Like one of the things is institutional investors and the news media companies really do work together in persuading retail investors that the worst is behind us. Do you know why they do that? Because they think the worst is ahead of us. And they need somebody to buy the shares that they're trying to sell. So they'll paint the picture that things are looking up, people get excited, right? It's called FOMO. Joe, what? FOMO? Remember FOMO? Fear of missing out. Thank you. Right? So fear of missing out starts setting in, and investors pile in right before that next big decline. History might not repeat itself exactly, but it also often rhymes over the time. Make sense? (laughs) Makes sense. And true. Yeah. So... What I, so what we're trying to share with people is keep your powder dry. And if we're right about September, October-ish, you're going to get a chance to get back in the market at much lower stock prices. And if we're wrong, you won't gain anything, but more importantly, you won't lose anything either. And the big win for a lot of retirees is just not to lose. So just remember, investment opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming down the road right? So, how do we handle this? How do we take care of it? Well, number one is you could give us a call at 215-798-9088, and we can do a risk profile analysis for you. What is that? That's where we assess your risk tolerance level through a pretty sophisticated uh, software called Risk Alize. It's critical. Like it really is an important thing. Just like you want to know your A1C, you want to know your cholesterol, you want to know your blood pressure, you want to know your risk profile number. Because when you know what your risk profile number is, when we do the analytics on the portfolio, if that number of your portfolio is different than your risk profile number, then you're not healthy. 
you may be too sweet or too sour. I guess that's the most horrible analogy. I don't know. I like it. That's a good analogy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's along those lines. So that's the important analysis process is riskalyzing. Like like I said, you do that. We'll do that for free for you. Right. That at least gives you your benchmark to start comparing. Is my portfolio built properly for me? Now, the last couple of things I want to talk about is when you look at a portfolio, you're supposed to have diversification. And diversification is where you, you spread your money out across different types of assets. And those assets are equities, which is the stock market, bonds, fixed income, cash. Cash is a natural, you know, especially if you think that we're right, it'd be good to have some cash, which is keeping your powder dry. So when the opportunity presents itself, you can buy in at those lower prices. And then there are assets that people forget about, which are called non-correlated. And non-correlated are assets that are not impacted by interest rates or the stock market. So it's important to have some assets in there. So what are those types of things? Well, those are things like closed-end mutual funds, REITs, annuities. Um, There's a number of things that you can invest in in that fourth bucket for asset diversification. Now, when we do seminars, and I want to share some real quick with you. Um, When we do seminars, we get a lot of questions about, do you guys use annuities? And um, the simple answer is when they are appropriate for that fourth bucket, we still, right, we still put money into stocks, we put money into short duration bonds, we put money into cash or cash equivalents. And then that fourth bucket, if it is appropriate, if it is suitable, we would use certain types of annuities, not all annuities, right? Certain type. Now, one thing that I do want to say is because people do come in for a free consultation for their retirement overview with us, we see a lot of financial information. Like We see people and what they're doing by the hundreds on a monthly basis. It is mind-boggling how irresponsible some people in the financial industry are, because there are points in times where we will see somebody with 500,000, one million, one and a half million, two million dollars of retirement assets, where 99% of those invested assets are in annuities. And I'm telling you folks, if we never, you never hear another word from us, it's absolutely the most irresponsible thing. And if you're working with a financial advisor or an insurance agent who has done that, you definitely should give us a call and have a conversation about what can be done. That is irresponsibility. Using annuities as a tool where you can protect your principal asset. A lot of people think annuities have excessive fees to them, so that's why they avoid it. When we share people the annuities that we use, and we're very deliberate with which ones we use, we show them annuities, Joe, that literally have zero fees, zero cost. And then lastly, these annuities get the opportunity to participate if the stock market, they're not invested in the stock market, but they mirror the stock market where you can get a return on your investment that could potentially outpace inflation and taxes. So there are certain times, yes, Thrive will use annuities. And if you're interested in genuinely learning, now listen, I tell people this, if you're a cynic about the topic, there's nothing I can do. 
if you're skeptical, we completely understand it. And that's just a matter of education and then you making a determination. So if you want to see if an annuity should be part of your protection plan for your portfolio during recessionary times, just give us a call at 215-798-9088. We'll do that risk analysis. And during that analysis, we'll see if it makes any sense whatsoever that an annuity could be part of your retirement planning. One last quick question, because I know we got to get off the air. In the cash bucket, is cash equivalent? Does that mean real estate or rental properties or something like that? No, no it's cash, but we're now shifting because we're seeing some amazing... There's an inverted yield curve in the treasury market. So, we're now starting to see the possibility of using like one month, three month, and six month treasury bills to replace cash and get almost a 3% return. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. That's going to do it for this week's edition, 215-798-9088. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, and all of our listeners today, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.